Hello and welcome to Profiles in Risk. This is your host, Tony Canyas. And today I have with me Jason Cutter, CEO and founder of Cutter Consulting Group. So Jason, uh, thank you for, for, for joining me today. How, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I am super excited to be here. Uh, I can already tell that we're going to have a fun conversation, so I can't wait. Awesome, awesome. And, and you are in uh, Florida, right? Fort Myers, Florida? Yeah, I just moved here a little over a year ago, uh, grew up and only lived on the West Coast my whole adult life until a year ago where I was like, you know what, I uh, feel like I'm about halfway through my life. I'm, a, I'm at, at halftime. Let's go for a change and let's, uh, let's mix it up and try something completely different. So is this going to be your first Florida summer or, or uh, is my second? So okay. I, uh, much to everybody who I talked to who thought I was a complete idiot, I moved here in May of last year in the beginning of summer and then was here. And I was like, Hey, I, and sidebar and some part of my past, I've lived in some hot, terrible places before. Uh, and, uh, so for me, it's not a big deal. Also, I'm not outside like building houses. So like I'm inside. Um, and then I got my first Florida winter and I was like, Oh, this is why everyone comes here in the winter. This is amazing. Uh, yes. Uh, exactly. Versus the summer. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The, the summers, uh, they're a lot worse than even Southern California. The, I mean, short of oh, yeah. Phoenix and Texas. Uh, I mean, they're similar to Texas, uh, not as bad as Phoenix, but but other than, like yeah, the summers are, I, are are pretty horribly hot and, and humid. Um, hot and hot and humid with the storms. But I also, uh, as a diversion from my sales career, I spent many years in places like Afghanistan, Iraq, and Kuwait. Um, so oh, okay, okay. You know, so, so Florida, after enough of those yeah. trips, okay. Eh, you know, it's not as bad. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Uh, okay. Uh, so, so Jason, we always give the, the guests the chance to get, to give kind of the elevator uh, pitch. So, so, so what is Cutter Consulting? So we focus on two things. One is mindset for salespeople in particular, uh, and then scalability of sales operations. So little known fact about me is I'm actually an operation-minded person who found a, a successful career in selling and sales. And so I look at both sides as how to help people close more deals and make more money in a way that doesn't feel gross uh, and feels like you're actually helping people and it's of service. And then from a business standpoint, I work with a lot of companies who want to build a scalable system, want to build a process and a structure where people can plug into and then be successful at whatever rate they want uh, and can just keep growing without the normal pitfalls that most sales teams have. Yeah. Okay. So, so for, for my audience, uh, where around half are insurance brokers or, or, uh, agents, uh, very timely topic, right? So, so what, 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 what do you, what do you see out there? What, what, what is it that, that, uh, that, that sales organizations are, 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 are missing, uh, like from an organization standpoint or an individual contributor standpoint, uh, where let's, do you want to start? Let's hit, uh, we can start with individual and then okay. go to organization. I think the biggest thing is that individuals are a not getting enough sales related training, understanding what their job really is to do. Um, most people who are in sales as an individual salesperson, I see 
And I have clients that are across all kinds of crazy different verticals. So I'm seeing this relative and proving this to be true in many industries, right? Like everyone thinks what their industry is doing is totally different and can't even match. And it's like, trust me, it's, it's all the same fundamental stuff. And the reason why is it's not just B to C, it's not B to B, it's H to H, right? It's human to human. So no matter what you're selling, you're dealing with a human and which means you're dealing with that person and that person is scared, confused, worried. They have goals, they have dreams, they have hopes. Most people in sales forget that. And the biggest issue is that salespeople think they're the hero of the story. That's the first mistake. There's a whole bunch of them, but that's the first one. They think they're the hero to save the day. The problem is, is every human thinks they're the center of their own universe and they think they're the hero. So your potential customer thinks they're the hero. You act like the hero. There can't be two heroes. There's a hero and a villain. In their mind, you're instantly the villain. And the problem with that is then it makes it hard for you to sell. And instead, what they want is they want a guide, not this know-it-all person who thinks they're there to save the day. That's the first mistake. Okay. I, I'm, I'm a salesperson myself. Uh, so so I, I, I sell recruiting services uh, to insurance companies and, and insure tech companies. Um, They get, you know, a hundred HR for sure gets a hundred calls a day, uh, with people telling them that they can help with recruiting. Yep. Once I'm in the door, and and in my case, the the way that I managed to get in the door, the majority of the time is through everything else that I do, not through reaching out. Uh, you know, about helping with 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 recruiting. The the the, the uh, uh, generally, I, I, I get in the door because they know the podcast or b because uh, they've read my book on millennials or whatever. They, they, I'm very active uh, on LinkedIn in, 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 in the insurance world uh, and insurance conference and stuff. And, and generally, like, that's why I get in the door. Once I'm in the door, being the guy, it's much easier. Yes. The hard part is, is, is opening that door. Today's episode is sponsored by Talage. For someone who has sold insurance, nothing is more tedious than quoting small commercial policies. And frankly, for many agents, selling small commercial policies is difficult and unprofitable. But then we found Talage, sponsor of the Insurance Nerds podcast. They are an API-based digital distribution platform that's changing commercial insurance. With Talage, you can quote multiple top-rated carriers in less than 10 minutes and get instant quotes. Talage makes commercial insurance quoting the easiest part of the job. If you want to make commercial quoting the easiest part of your day, then check out talageins.com slash insnerds for more info. That's talageins.com slash insnerds for easy commercial quoting. And if you sign up using talageins.com slash insnerds, they'll waive the setup fee. Tell them Tony sent you. Now, back to our show. How... how, how how do we open that door, regardless of what, of what we're selling? Like assuming a, a B2B sales. Yeah, B2B, B2C, it, it's all the same. I mean, the biggest thing you can do from a high level, obviously specifics and stuff are things that, you know, are going to be individual and what I work on with clients, but really in the messaging, in the outreach, in the voicemail, in everything, it has to be about them. It has to be about where they are now where they would like to be, 
the fact that you know how to help people get there and you're their guide, right? Instead of, hey, hey, Tony, this is Jason and I'm calling you because I can get you 142 new applicants every five seconds uh, and I can say, you know, help your business with the, like, no, like that's just everyone else is doing that, right? Do you wanna, you wanna follow a hero's journey type arc, right? Like, hey, I, I'm guessing you have this kind of a situation. We're seeing companies that have this. Based on that, here's what we've been doing for companies. Like set yourself apart. And I'll tell you, here's the number one thing that I tell everyone who asks me for like a tip. And, and I'm happy to share this with your audience because no matter what, this is a game changer. When in doubt, do the opposite of what you think a salesperson's supposed to do. Just do the opposite. If you think you're supposed to leave X voicemail because that's what salespeople do, stop leave a different voicemail, do something different because everyone else is doing the same thing and it's gross and everyone tunes it out just like TV ads or billboards. People tune that stuff out because it's all the same. When in do the opposite. Okay. Do the opposite, especially because what you're doing might be the thing that's wrong. And we've only touched number one, but like what you're doing could be the thing that's not working for anybody. Okay. So at, at, at the organizational level, at, at the sales department level, sales team yep. level, what, yep. what, what is it you, you see most of the time that, that, that uh, is hurting performance? Um, the biggest thing that always jumps out is organizations who take some level of average, mediocre, or good salesperson promote them to some kind of supervisor or manager. And you're just laughing because you already know. And then, and then, but that's not the problem. That's actually a good way to go. The problem is they then abdicate and assume because that person was good at selling X. And again, I don't care. I know your audience is insurance. I got it. I'm telling you, this is standard in every industry because you're good at selling X. You should be get it good at getting the team to also sell X like you used to do. And it's, right? it, it, and it's a so radically different skill set. It's a radically different skill set is number one. Uh, you, you, you can build it. You can learn how to be it. You can develop leadership and, and those kind of skills. Um, some people have it naturally. There's certain things when I'm looking to promote somebody that I look for, that's not even, you know, uh, being discussed and I'm just watching people and I'm looking for that person who's a natural leader because it's, it's easier to take someone who's a natural leader than to teach them. Right. You've got that solo lone wolf, top performing salesperson who literally won't talk to anybody because they think they have the secret sauce, put them in a leadership role. It's just, just, just fire everybody. It's, it's over, right? Like you've just destroyed your whole team. I promise. Um, and, and part of the reason why, and if you get promoted into a sales lead, and I have an ebook that I wrote about this as well, about being a new team lead or supervisor, whatever that role is for you is the biggest problem is that whole self-centered human thing. Like I was just talking about the heroes and the guides. The problem is, is we all think everybody sees the world like we do. So when you get promoted, if you're not careful, you assume everyone else is motivated for the same reasons you are motivated, wants to work as hard or as little as you did, um, feels the same way about overcoming objections or making phone calls or sending emails or updating the CRM. You assume everyone sees it just like you, and so you either get frustrated with people who don't do it the way you do, or you try to motivate everyone the same way, right? Everyone, not everyone cares about a happy hour as a celebration for a good day. Some people do, some people don't, 
right? But if you use the same carrots and sticks with everybody like you like, it will not work, I promise. And organizations fail because they just assume that and they don't empower, they don't bring in training or coaches or mentors for that new leader to help them lead successful. And then it trickles down into so many missed opportunities and terrible performance. That, that makes so much sense. It, it, I, I see that over and over. Uh, the, the great salesperson promoted to a leadership role, then given no no uh, guidance <laughs> training anything and, uh, and like i put in my ebook which is, is available it's on amazon but i also send it out to people for free one of the other problems is if somebody gets put into a management leadership role and then they get put into what i call admin hell right which is meetings and emails and reports and all this bs that uh, companies throw at the wrong person if you're a frontline manager you should be dealing with your troops like if this was war that frontline leader is dealing with their troops in the trenches fighting the war, not reports and not submitting things and doing, you got to keep your troops alive and help them win. The person above you should be doing admin junk, but not you. Companies say, all right, now that you're in this role, I need you to answer these 400 emails a day and submit us reports while their team is dying without any okay. help. Okay. So, so, Tell, tell me about, about, about the consulting service. So, so, so you, you partner with companies or do you partner with either companies or with individual salespeople? So I have both. So I have okay. programs where I work with individuals and so coaching and training for them. Most of the time, it's organizations that bring me in and mm -hmm. they want help in a couple of different categories. One is the actual performance, right? Mm -hmm. And the work that I do is usually training and workshop shop sessions used to be in person and now it's virtual, which actually works out pretty well. Um, but doing different like four one hour sessions over four weeks so people can put it into practice. And that works really well for instant results. Then long term, what I do with companies on the consulting side is advising and consulting around their processes and their operations. And the biggest thing that I have is as a visual of this, that I realized a few years ago is an iceberg. And most people know that metaphor and, and it, it seems cliche, but for me, the iceberg, and I, I call my model, the scalable sales success iceberg above the surface of the water that we're all used to seeing, that's the closed sale. That's what people see. That's the high five. That's the ringing of the bell. That's the, you know, the, the money. What you don't see under the surface, which is like 90, 95% is all the things that it, that it takes that goes into a repeatable scalable sales operation. I don't mean getting a sale every once in a while and not actually knowing why it happened. I mean something where it's every day, it's constant, a team can do it. You could start another office in another state and you're gonna get the same results. Um, there's 24 categories under the surface that if you're not building processes, having systems, having documentation, having attention focused on <laughs> those 24 systems or categories, you're, you're open. It's not as scalable and, and consistent as you think. And one of those is like corporate culture, a mission, vision, value statements. So many companies don't have those and they're just hoping everyone knows why they're working hard. Okay. Okay. Um, so tell me about, 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 about your podcast. So uh, my podcast is called the authentic persuasion show. 
originally started as the sales experience podcast. And then when my book came out, Selling with Authentic Persuasion, I rebranded it uh, in 2020. <laughs> and it's focused on everything from sales, sales leaders. My goal is to just help and empower people to do sales different, to view sales different. And really one of my goals is to help enable and encourage over a million authentic persuaders in the world, right? People who are looking at sales and want to be authentic, but want to persuade, not just be order takers. Um, and part of it's just selfish. As a customer in the world, I am always frustrated when I deal with a old school, pushy manipulation tactic using salesperson or just a weak order taker when I want to buy something and it's literally can't find an adult who will just help me make the right decision because I need help. If I didn't need help, I would just order it online. But if I'm talking to you, it's because I need help. I need some guidance. I need some wisdom. So help me. Um, and I, as a customer, want to be able to interact with sales professionals uh, and it's hard to find them in the world these days. Okay. So that's, that's the, the, the sales book. What, 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 what are the, the, the podcast and the book? Yeah. Yeah. So what, what, what are the other two books? So uh, recently I had two other books that got published. The first one is reasons not to focus on the sales experience. And so that one's for businesses. It's more of a guide that the punchline for that book for anyone who's interested is there are no reasons not to focus on the sales experience. So it's mostly a guide with some questions and space for you to fill out. How do you build your sales experience in the way that you want it? And I'll tell you, here's the, the fundamental thing. Since we published that book, my co-author, Nick Glimsdahl and I, um, and sharing it with companies and facilitating workshops, the biggest thing that we found that we didn't even realize when we did it was as the market changes in things like mortgage, for example, where rates have gone up, they used to be just sitting around making money, taking orders because it was easy. Now they actually have to work again, right? That cycle has changed. And my first sales job was in mortgage. I remember what it was like as an order taker in 2002. So I can speak from experience. The difference is the sales experience. When people choose company A or company B, it's now about the experience they have and how they feel about the process and about the person, right? It's like what you're talking about with your recruiting, where once you get your foot in the door, you'll have success because you're going to build relationships and you're going to do it in a certain way that's going to be different. And that's what people are craving is that sales experience. So that's what that book is focused on. Because again, there are no reasons not to focus on the sales experience. Yet there's so many companies that don't care. They just play the numbers game, which I'm sure you've heard of before. Uh, it's like, oh, if you just make more dials or send more emails or knock on more doors, I'll be successful. It's like, no, you're just going to uh, you know, turn and burn so many more things. Um, and then the other book is called Voices for Leadership. And it's a compilation of 40 authors who submitted chapters. My chapter in the book is called Marry the Vision, Date the Strategy, uh, which is an interesting leadership concept. Um, it, it's really mostly about how to deal with change and change management, which is for organizations and their people. And then here's the interesting thing. And this is what I've wrote about before. If you're in sales, if you sell anything, you are actually a leader of the prospect. They are looking to you as a leader and as a guide. And if you embrace that role, it's sales is about pulling somebody across the finish line for them instead of pushing, which is the old school gross sales tactic. And so it's also about marry the vision, date the strategy, even as a salesperson uh, in, your, in your normal sales life and in your conversations. Okay. Awesome. 
Um, so when, when the podcast goes live, I'll tag your LinkedIn profile. I will, uh, include the, 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 uh, company website, cutterconsultinggroup.com. So pretty, super, super easy. Uh, and what's the, the easiest way to, to reach out? So, so I, whether I'm a, I'm an independent, uh, I'm a salesperson who's looking for, for the right coach, or I'm an organization who's looking for the right help. Uh, what, what's, what's the easiest way to, to, uh, to have a conversation? Uh, simplest way is to email me, jason at cutterconsultinggroup.com. Uh, obviously, if you're on LinkedIn, send me a connection request. Uh, and then you can send me a message there and we can chat. But jason at cutterconsultinggroup.com is the easiest way. Also, my main website that's kind of a hub for everything is jasoncutter.com because I have so many different things going on. If people start there, it actually helps them split into salespeople or leaders and owners. And then you can find a lot of my content on there, podcast, books, uh, training, courses, things like that. Oh, uh, and then I, like I mentioned, yeah, go ahead. I, I love the setup, jasoncutter.com. <laughs> so literally uh, a video, and then you yep. click on I'm a salesperson or, or I'm a leader or business yeah. owner. I, 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 that's just fantastic because <laughs> I, I, I have the same problem where, where yeah. I, I, I do career conversations for, for, for people who work in insurance. Uh, right. I, I help people find insurance talent. Like, like I do several different things. I, I need something like that, like makes it super clear up front. Looking for career advice, looking for for That's it. Uh, recruiting help, uh, looking uh, to learn to to learn more about how to engage millennials in insurance. Uh, that, yeah. I love it. Best example I've seen of like <laughs> make and, no, and, and, and I and I and it's you all see about on some sites where it's like you have to go into a menu to find which one. It's like no, no, no I just want choose. And I got yeah. the inspiration like a choose your own adventure book. Like if you ever read those, where it's like all right, based on this, you're gonna go here or go here, and that's your path fantastic yeah fantastic awesome 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 and i, and I kind of interrupted you because i was so excited no. to, to, to see the website uh so if there's anything else you were saying do <laughs> you you can yeah, yeah. no um no i appreciate that and what i was going to say too because i mentioned it earlier i have a set of i have three ebooks under my sales consultants guide to series one is overcoming objections one is motivating your team which also is good for yourself if you're independent um, and then the third one is being a new team lead or supervisor. So if people who are listening want those, uh, you can get them on Amazon, but if you email me, I'll just send you, uh, all three of them as PDFs, So people can email me as well. So I want to offer that to your audience. So Jason at cutterconsultinggroup.com. Fantastic. Um, audience members, if you just got promoted in the last year to lead a sales team, please, <laughs> please. Please, for everybody's sake. Please, for everybody's <laughs> sake, yes. And, and for your own sake, right? Because I, the, the common myth is that if you get promoted to a manager position, you make less money and it's more work and it's more stressful. And that's generally because it's just being done wrong, right? It can be a great position, but you've got to do it right. And your company has to support you. And, and like that ebook that I wrote, half of it's talking about what your company should be doing for you. And I get to the point in the book where it's like, if they're not giving you these things and they won't support you when you ask, leave. 
like literally leave because you are going to fail and they will blame you. And then you're going to feel bad and think you should never have gone into leadership. And it's not necessarily your fault. So fantastic. Thank you very much. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, Thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Thanks, Tony.